I'm Dr. Greg Winteregg, CEO of the Private Dentist Alliance. I want to talk to all of you students out there today who are wondering what your future is going to be like as a career in dentistry, as an assistant, as a hygienist, as a dentist, where is this profession going with the rapid increase of the DSO movement? I'm here to tell you the PDA is going to help you and I want you to become a member today. It is free. Now, why should you become a member? You're gonna get weekly video updates from me and you're gonna get regular updates of our newsletters from the Alliance on exactly what is happening and how we are going to help preserve and protect the private practice of dentistry. Now, to me, the most important advantage is you are going to get access to our job board. What is that? Our private practicing members all have access to our PDA job board, which means if they have an opening in their private practice of assistant, hygienist, doctor, front office staff, they're going to be able to post it. And you're gonna be able to check up regularly. And as our membership grows, we're gonna be covering larger and larger territories across the United States. If you are looking for a job in any position in the office of a private practice, you need to become a student member today. It is free. Go to www.privatedental.org and become a student member today. You're gonna to love your benefits. Do it now. What is up guys? It's your boy Matt Havis back at it with Dental Survives Podcast. Today we have an awesome interview for you. Dr. David Carter, the orthoprophet, sits down with us for part two of our discussion with him. And today it's, it's nothing really clinically. All he does is he sits down and talks to us about how to avoid your taxes, not evade. Evading taxes is illegal. We don't like that. We don't condone that. We avoid taxes by looking for loopholes and then saving as much money as we can to keep it in our pockets and out of the IRS's pocket. You work for the money. You deserve it. Let's hold on to as much as we can. So we'd love for you guys to tune in, listen to it. And if you have a chance, check it out on YouTube. He gives an awesome, awesome flow chart of how to how everything should be broken down, how to do things. And it's very good if you're a visual learner. So by all means, check it out. Uh, he, he goes into everything by opening your own personal management corporations. So that way you're able to write more stuff off and you won't get audited by the IRS. There's a lot of good, helpful tips that apply. And this will save you literally millions of dollars over the course of your lifetime. Check it out. See uh, what you guys can pick up from it. We loved having him on. We definitely want Dr. Carter on again because, you know, he has the top of the line tips. He has these awesome pearls and things that you can only acquire after a long and very successful career. So as always, follow us on Instagram at dental.student.vibes. Let us know what you think of this interview. Let us know what we could do better. Let us know what we can do to make this the best podcast we can for you. Give us a like, comment, or review. We always care about those. We always read them. So as always, we hope you guys stay safe and let's just vibe on. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Student Vibes podcast. We have the whole squad here with us. Seth, George, Anthony, Cole, and the ortho prophet, Dr. David Carter. Dr. Hey. Carter, how are you today? We're good, guys. Thanks for having me again. Sorry we had a little technical difficulty there. So um, glad to be back on the on you guys' program again. Thanks for the invite again. I heard that Bill Dorfman got got elbowed out. Just took took him out of the scene tonight. <laughs> right. Make sure you tune in next week to see Dr. Bill. Right. That's right. <laughs> Great. So well, well, thanks for having me back again. You know, I've got lots of stuff I'd like to share with you guys from what I'm calling the learning loft. You know, it's. Uh, 
I, I, I here towards the end of my career, I've been practicing dentistry since 1988. And um, I'm an orthodontist, you guys already know that. But a lot of stuff that, that I learned later in my career, I wish somebody would have helped me from the very beginning. And unfortunately, you know, I didn't have anybody to mentor me. My father was, it was his second career. So he was kind of on the way. I, he was walking out the door basically when I bought the practice from him. And he stayed for about five years and he was gone. And so I kind of, I learned a lot of stuff to the, the school of hard knocks. And one of the things that I, um, that I learned that I wanted to share about tonight is about how to be profitable when we use to play on terms, you know, on words, you know, the orthodontic profit, but how do you, how can you be profitable from doing orthodontics? There's lots of ways you can be profitable off of orthodontics. You can get it profitable off of doing restorative implants, whatever. But before you start making a lot of money in dentistry, I want to set you guys up for success by, by just telling you one simple thing that I learned. And I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to take over the screen and do a drawing. I had it prepared. Somehow I lost it, but I'll just create it while I talk about it on, on screen. But one of the things that, that I, I wish I'd have known back when I first started my career was how to hang on to more money, okay? You, you get into this, this, this vicious cycle of the more money you make, the more money you're taxed on, okay? So before you ever head down the road towards being financially successful, make sure you're a good steward of your money, okay? And don't rely on a CPA to do it for you. You, you better learn how to handle your money yourself, okay? So I just like to call it the good steward and I'm going to, I'm going to take over the screen here and I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, let's see. See, it's great. And David, while you're pulling that up, it, you know, it's so important for our, our listeners to, you know, know this because they're dental students themselves and they're, like you said, they're going to be need to be able to do this on their own independent yep. of their CPA. We had a great lecture last night from Dr. Greg Winteregg and he went over, you know, how to actually you, the dental student, going to be the former, you know, the future practitioner, you know, here is your overhead costs, here's your, you know, production and how to calculate all that stuff and how to actually do it. We went through a chart and he gave us some, you know, sample ideas of, you know, how to increase it, decrease it by 10%. So like you said, it's so important to know how to do all that and know exactly where your money's going and how you're making it. Right. Hey Seth, you have to let me share the screen. It's not letting me share the screen. You let me uh, do that for you. So you also mentioned um, holding on to your money, right? Yep. The easiest dollar earned is a dollar saved. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, people get a little uneasy when, when the word tax avoidance comes up. They mistakenly think I said tax evasion. Tax evasion is not paying taxes at all. Like just say, I'm not going to pay. Tax avoidance means you understand how taxes work, how corporations work, and how you can, you can create corporations uh, to run some of your money through so that things become business expenses and you pay with them with pre-tax money than post-tax money. That's it. It's that simple. You want to pay for as much, many things as you can with pre-tax money versus post-tax money because if you get taxed by the tax man a whole lot you're not a whole lot at the end of the end of the month to pay all your bills with still working on stuff yeah we yeah. got it we just made you the host so that you can share your screen right away all right all right you should be good to go there yep all right excellent so you guys see my screen now yeah yep. 
All right, so I'm gonna, I had this all written, right, and, and uh, somehow lost it. But I'll, I'll, it'd probably be better me doing it, doing it live anyway. So I want to teach everybody watching this video how to be a good steward. And by the way, if you want to get this program, this is Draw.io. It's, really, it's a really neat program because you can put a lot of your thoughts on paper and create logic charts uh, for anything you want to, like any business idea. If you want to start a new business, you, can, you put it on paper first and kind of change diagrams. But I like to, I want to call this talk The Good Steward. And I just want to tell you that whenever you get started in practice, you're going to start your practice LLC, all right? So you got to practice, you've got this, you've got this great dental practice, you open your doors up and you decide that, you know what, I'm making money and I, I'm making so much money that I'd like to get to the point where I got $500,000 a year coming out of, out of my practice. Okay. We talk about practice, how practice is going to make my team better. Sorry. Little Allen Iverson, if you guys ever remember that guy. Oh yeah, got, practice got to do with this. So let's say you like, you'd like to tell everybody you made $500,000, okay, a year practicing dentistry, okay? It typically what most people do, most dentists do, is they decide that they're gonna pay themselves as a W-2 employee. That's the biggest mistake you can make, all right? Because what happens is when you make yourself a W-2 employee and you're paying yourself $500,000 a year, does anybody want to venture a guess what tax bracket that puts you into? Uh, 35%? No, no, is it 42%? Let's just, let's just round it. Let's just round it off and say it's, it's, it's uh, 40%, okay? So because you tell, uh, you tell Uncle Sam that you made $500,000 as a dentist, Uncle Sam says, thank you very much. I would like $200,000 of that. Is my, is my math correct there, guys? Yeah, you're yeah, good. It is. All Everybody's right. good at math. So now, <laughs> now you just tell Uncle Sam, here's, here's your 200000 Uncle Sam. Go waste it however you want. And now I'm going to live off of $300,000, all right? Now, I remember the day when I thought if I ever made $200,000, I would live like a king. <laughs> and then I started paying $200,000 a year in taxes. And I was like, I got to stop this madness. This is not working out too good. You know, there's, there's got to be a better way to do this, you know? And unfortunately, as a dentist, you, you have to, if it's your practice LLC, if the IRS was to audit you, and I, let me let me first say I'm not a tax attorney, I'm not an accountant, so this is just this is my opinion. I'm gonna put it out there in case this, this video is viewed by anybody else. This is just a hypothetical situation, but I want everybody to understand the premise of this is to avoid this number right here because in this case, in this scenario, you just paid two hundred thousand dollars to Uncle Sam. And ask me what Uncle Sam did to deserve that $200,000. Anybody oh, want to? Yeah. He, he wrote down all your financials on a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so what, you, what most people would do then is they would go, well, I'll just make more money next year. I'll make a million dollars. Great. Keep paying yourself as a W-2 employee 
of your own practice and you're going to pay $400,000 to Uncle Sam. It doesn't work. The math will never work out unless you do it exactly like I do it. This is years from now, anybody that's viewing this right now will go, you know what? I saw that crazy guy from Georgia, that bald headed guy with the white beard, the ortho prophet. He said for me to do this and it saved me millions of dollars in my career because I was able to, to do it correctly. If you were to get audited, if, you're, if your practice, I spelled you practice, but your practice, if your practice ever got audited, the auditor's gonna come in and say, I want you to justify all these expenses. You took some trips and you bought these things. Please tell me how those things all relate to your dental practice. And you're gonna have to justify it and the auditor's gonna go, nope. You're gonna pay taxes on that, okay? What you have to do is one simple little thing. And I wish somebody would have told me about it a long time ago. Like I said, you have to set up your own personal management corporation, okay? Which basically manages your practice. In other words, your, your practice could say, I want, I, want to I want to have somebody come and manage my, my practice for me. Bad idea. That's, that's the lazy man's option, okay? You should never let somebody else manage your practice. You need to learn how to do it yourself, okay? But then you, you need to have a, you do need to have a doctor, okay? You need to have a doctor. And if it's you, sorry, if you're the doctor, gosh, I can't even type correctly, sorry, bear with me. If you're the doctor of your practice, you have to stop and say, look, if I'm, if I'm running, if I'm running my practice, you know, your practice LLC, how much could I pay a, another dentist to come in and run my practice? All right. So if you were to say that you could find a doctor out there to, to be the dentist in your practice, let's just say you could find somebody for a hundred thousand dollars a year. There's dentists out there that work for a hundred thousand dollars a year. Like me, you know, Retired guys, yeah, I come in and do it. I ain't got nothing else to do. I'm kind of bored anyway, right? So if you could find somebody, another dentist, to run your practice and pay them $100,000, then why don't you just say that you'll, do, you'll be that doctor? Your corporation will make that decision that the practice has $500,000. Instead of paying you as a W-2 employee of $500,000, you're going to pay, you're going to pay, Doctor, let me change this a little bit. This is great uh, software, by the way, because this this really like makes everything more yeah. understandable, comprehensible. All right. All right. So what I'll do here, let me change this arrow. Yeah, this is a neat program. Okay. Instead, what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to find you're going to you're going to call yourself Dr. Dr. Good Steward. You're going to be a good steward. You're going to say, well, you know what? I'll be that employee. OK. And, and so your practice LLC is going to pay you as a W-2 employee, not five hundred thousand dollars a year. You're going to pay yourself one hundred thousand dollars a year. OK. Make sense so far. Right. If you could, I'm not telling you to go find another dentist. You're going to be that dentist you're going to find. And your, your, your practice is going to pay you 
a W-2 check. It's gonna just gonna write two checks each month or do it electronically. One check's gonna be to you as Dr. Good Steward. It's gonna be for W, you're gonna be a W-2 employee. You're gonna pay yourself $100,000 a year in this, in this example, which puts you into the, probably about the 20% tax bracket. All right, which means you're gonna pay 20,000, 20K. Here's a disclaimer, don't live in California or New York. That's right. <laughs> you're gonna pay, you're, you are going to be taxed $20,000 off of your W-2, okay? You guys follow that so far? Mm -hmm. what, you're, what you're gonna do also then is you're gonna pay, you're gonna just either write a check, you're gonna keep track of this, you're gonna keep your own, do your own accounting, you're gonna pay your personal management corporation to, to run your practice, all right? And you're gonna, pray, you're gonna pay your practice 400K a year. Your practice is gonna pay your management corporation, I said that wrong, your, your practice has 500,000. It's gonna write one check over here to Dr. Good Steward, who's gonna be taxed as a W-2 employee, that's you, because you own the practice, and you're gonna pay $20,000 in taxes, okay? Here, under the personal management company, now you have another corporation that you've created that's not your dental practice that can legitimately do almost everything as a business expense. Now you're running your life as a business. Do you guys understand what that means? Right. So let me ask you a question here, David. Do you make it a, an LLC or do you make it an S Corp? A LLC. LLC. Okay. Gotcha. And again, I'm, I'm a, I'm not a, I'm not a tax attorney, not a CPA, but that's how I did it. Let's just put it that way. Okay. So in this example, again, now the personal management corporation has been paid $400,000 and now you can run business expenses through that. All right, you can legitimately say now your, your real estate, your mortgage on your house, you, you're investing in real estate. Your management company here owns, owns your house. And so now you're gonna pay, your house is gonna become your place of business. And now your mortgage becomes a pre-taxed item. Do you follow that? Gotcha, yeah. <laughs> you're, gonna pay, you're gonna pay rent which would be, you know, somewhere around your mortgage, I guess, number, all right, to, to the bank. And it becomes a business expense then, all right? But now you are gonna have to understand that, you, that this new corporation, this new management corporation does have to have a manager, okay? And that manager is going to have to be, be the person running the, the, your management corporation, okay? It could be your wife, it could be you, it doesn't really matter, you know, if they, if, if, it depends how you're filing, you're filing jointly or individually, you know, again, I'm not giving you tax advice, I'm just saying that's how you need to think about those things. But now, this manager, you gotta pay him something. And so let's just say that you're gonna pay, you can, a, a typical manager of a, of a management company makes about 50 grand a year, okay? And so that's the taxable income. And so now you're, you're gonna pay, which drops you down into probably 
gosh, I don't even know what tax bracket, probably 15% tax bracket. Let's just say 10, I don't even know, maybe a 10% tax bracket, all right? And at a 10% tax bracket, it means you're only gonna pay 10% of the 5,000 in taxes. And so, do one more bubble, bubble down here. So, well, I don't even need to do that, Never mind. So if you're paying yourself, um, so if you're also the manager, yep. would you add those together and would you be at the $150,000 tax bracket? Well, hang on a second. I'll show you. Hang on. Yeah. So now you're going to, you're going to pay your manager, which could be you or your wife. Okay. To manage the, your management corporation. Okay. Run it. You're, that's the employee that you have to have because the IRS says you have to have an employee to run the, co the, the company. Okay. It could be one. And now you've, you've reduced your taxes even more. And so this is giving you, if you're paying, if you're paying a manager, $50,000, okay, out of the 400, doesn't that leave you $350,000? Did I do my math correctly there? Right. All right, so if you, so now you better, at the end of the year, you meet with your CPA and he's gonna say, he or she is gonna say, how much, how much is left? Because your only tax, your only taxes at the end of the year will be on corporate taxes, which is the 20% tax bracket roughly. And so, if you could spend all that 350 down to zero, I'm not saying on, on frivolous stuff, but if you bought real estate or paid for your, you know, travel, you know, whatever, you know, cars and things like that, those are all business expenses to your management company, not to your dental practice. That's how you get, like you wanted a second car out of your practice. The IRS is going to say, well, you can drive it back and forth to work and that's about it, right? It's for dental purposes. If you pay for it out of your management company, it's a much better way to do it, all right? Because they go, IRS says, who's that car belong to? It belongs to my personal management corporation. Okay, what are you doing there? Everything. <laughs> my whole life is run out of my, I just happen to manage my own practice. Does that make sense, everybody? Yeah. Right. All right, but at the end of the year, if you didn't spend it, you, got, you have two options down at the end of the year that I would highly recommend. One is, Give to charity. Do good by doing good, right? Right. The other one is you could have a tax shelter, legal tax shelter. Uh, some of the better ones are called donor advised funds. And those entities are very interesting. I'll let you read that. I'll, that would be a whole nother discussion on, on tax shelters. But if you have, if you put, if you put money, invested in a donor advised fund. Let me move these over a little bit. All right, guys, that'll do it for our interview with Dr. David Carter, part two. We, um, we hope you guys enjoyed it. And again, we want, I want to apologize. We had some technical difficulties in the beginning trying to get the, uh, the hosting situation set up on Zoom. There were some problems, but it all worked out. We really enjoyed having him on. We got to see that awesome flow chart he made. Make sure you guys check it out on YouTube. If you haven't gotten a chance, you just listen to it off of your normal podcast platform. Check it out. There's a great wealth of information for you guys on there. It'll definitely help to visualize it. And it'll just get you guys ready for when you're going to be private practice owners to save millions of dollars within your career. 
really, really high yield information. I picked up a lot. I know the other guys in the Vibe Tribe did as well. And we're going to use this stuff for the rest of our lives. So as always, we hope you guys enjoyed it. You know, let's stay safe. Let's vibe on. And let's just become the top 1% dentist that we can.